We have a Vaishnav microphone. Keeps on going down, offering, offering obeisances. But you should do, do the service properly. Do your service properly. Hare Krishna. So welcome to another festival, which we're now calling Shravan Kirtan Camps. Which number is this? Sangitan Guru will know. This is the... He's not here, running around, busily, busily organizing everything. Who is here at the first one? Put your hand up. I was. First one in Nabarijni Chalni. Which year was that? Any idea? Was it in this century or the previous one? Previous one. So we're over 20, that's for sure. We missed one year thanks to the uh, lockdowns. So thank you all for coming, making this possible. Some of you have come from very long distance. I don't think any of you have come from such a long distance as myself. I came from Georgia. Did anyone come from a longer distance than Georgia? Where did you come from? Vladivostok. I think I came further because I came from Georgia in USA. Maybe it's still more distance, I don't know. Anyway, we're all here together now and we should hear and chant about Krishna. That is the purpose of this festival. Of course, to make it possible, many services are required. Uh, even to, for us to be here, so many arrangements had to be made. Arrangements are very nice this year. The altar looks very together, very standard. So thank, thank, thank you to all for the services performed and that will be performed during this festival and all arrangements, including contributions, monetary contributions. There's still, you can still serve in that way. Everything in this world runs on by the will of Krishna, under the direction of Krishna. Maya dhakshena prakritihi suryate sacharacharam. But at the lower level, we can say that everything runs on money. So even to organize a spiritual festival requires money and whoever would like to contribute in that way is most welcome. Special thanks to the current translator. You all have so much love in your hearts. Prem, you all have prem in your hearts. So he's come to increase our love for Krishna. He is the servant of the 
increasing of love of Krishna. Prema Vardhana means increasing love of Krishna. Ah. I first saw you in Purim, I think, was it? Maybe 25 years ago, more. Um, yeah, maybe more. like that, 26. And, no, the last time I saw you was 25 years ago, in Vrindavan. In, uh, 1998. Yeah, 25 years ago, in Vrindavan. But I think many of you know at least the sound of his voice because he's been translating my lectures for broadcasting on the internet. Of course, I don't know Russian, so I can't say, but I'm told that he's a very expert translator. And I'm seeing signs of agreement. But if you, yeah, you can't really agree unless you know English very well also, in, mm -hmm. in which case you wouldn't listen to the translation. So thanks to all of you who are helping for the um, broadcasting of these talks. That requires internet service and again monetary service is required for that. Thank you all for appearing here in Vaishnava dress. There is an idea that Srila Prabhupada, some idea being floated around that Srila Prabhupada didn't care how you dressed, which makes us wonder how Srila Prabhupada's disciples wore dhotis and saris. So at least at Vaishnava festivals and at events like this, we can be in the kind of dress that Lord Chaitanya and his followers wore. Gora Bhakata Priyavesha Dadhana Tilakatu Lasi Mala Shobhamana While stating the favorable elements in devotional service mentions among them wearing the kind of dress that is dear to the devotees of Lord Chaitanya. And he also mentions Tilak and Tulasimala as decorations for the Vaishnavas. As a cell phone just sounded, it's a reminder to everyone, please put off your cell phones for the duration of this talk. Forget the world outside for the time being and just concentrate on hearing. The subject is Krishna. Shrava, the Shravan Kirtan comes so it's Shravanam Kirtanam Vishnu. So it's quite suitable that I open this uh, series of talks with a talk from Vishnu Sahasranama. I've been giving lectures for the last quite a few years now on Vishnu Sahasranama. And uh, Sahasra means a thousand, so it's thousand names of Vishnu. So a thousand consists of ten centuries. So now I'm in the final century, past the 900 mark. 
908 chakri. It's uh, the the meaning is easy to understand. Uh, Vishnu typically has four items in his usually four hands: Shankar, Chakra, Gada, Padma. Any Vaishnava in India, at least, will know these terms for the four items in the four hands of Vishnu. Shankar means the conch. Shankar means the conch. Chakra means the disc weapon. Gada means club. And Padma means lotus flower. So the the name is easy to understand. Uh, it means he who holds the Sudarshan Chakra. He holds no photos during the talk either. Just listen, please. You can. T I'll sit here if you want to take photos afterwards. But now, just listen. So he holds it in one finger of his forehands. Which hand? He has the upper right, lower right, upper left, and lower left. Which hand does he hold it in? Can anyone say? Right. Someone says right, but there are two rights. Is it upper right or lower right? Right, upper, upper right. Upper right, they say. Uh, in different forms. Ah, right. Uh, different forms have different uh, combinations. So it may be in any of the hands. Chaitanya Charita Amrita Nitta Koropan. Daily study Chaitanya Charita Amrita. Then you'll find in the, the description of the 24 different forms according to the position in which the Lord holds these um, Various items. Hmm. There are 24 possibilities. If you study in the beginning of statistics, combinations and permutations, you can understand. This name appears later in Vishnu Sahasranam also, almost at the end. And Previous to this, the name Sudarshanaha appeared at 417 in the 5th century. Now, Sudarshan is the name of his disc, but it's also a name of the Supreme Lord himself. And the basic meaning of Sudarshan is who is very pleasing to see. So that is the name of Vishnu and it's also a name of his chakra. Parashara Bhatta explains the name here in a very simple way. He's called Chakri. Parashara Bhatta is the original Sri Vaishnava commentator on uh, Vishnu Sahasranama. That he's called Chakri because he has the chakra, the, the disc weapon, as one of his weapons. And Prasha Bharta links his elaboration on the name with the 
previous name Kundali. So, chakra means disc and Chakri means one who holds a disc. So Kundala, one of the meanings is earring and Kundali means one who has earrings, which is the name of Vishnu. So just as in the previous name, Parasha Bhatta explained that Kundali means who has earrings, it's indicative that he has not only earrings, but he has ornaments all over his body. He has, he's decorated with various ornaments. So this name Chakri indicates that he has all kinds of weapons also. We'll find at the right at the end of Vishu Sahasranam, Sarva Yudha Praharana, one who has all kinds of weapons. Krishna is very beautiful, Krishna is very sweet. He is multifaceted, so he's also very nasty. If you want to be nasty, watch out. Krishna is the nastiest of the nasty. The Prashapata explains that the Sudarshan Chakra is always decorated with the blood of the Asuras. So there's, there's blood and little bits of flesh, and, like a butcher's shop. The Karmis, they eat so many horrible things, all blood and blech. Just to think of it makes our stomach turn. Now, Krishna doesn't eat that. But he does take pleasure in blood also. That is one aspect of Krishna. Uh, also, the decoration of the chakra is the flames of fire that sh shoot out of that disc. I mentioned that the name Chakri appears later in Vishnu Sahasranama also. So you may think, well, that's cheating, isn't it? It's supposed to be a thousand names. It shouldn't repeat. Now the commentators, they explain the name differently if it appears, if one name appears more than once, they explain it differently in the different uh, occurrences. So in his next explanation of the name, when it appears later, Parashabhata explains Chakri to mean that the disc is a, is a symbol of his feature of protecting his devotees. So the meaning is basically the same, one who bears a disc weapon to destroy his enemies. But at this occurrence of the name, Parashabhata says it's, it's indicative of all his weapons. And later it's indicative of his quality of protecting his devotees. And in this instance, as it follows after the name Kundali, which means he who is adorned with many decorations. 
So his weapons may be taken also as a kind of adornment. We always see, for instance, Ram and Lakshman. They're always seen with their bows. So for them, it's an adornment which speaks of their very personality. Uh, and, yeah, we, we recognize them by that. It, it's an adornment in as much as it, it shows their great quality of being always ready to protect their devotees. So there are various nuanced understandings. Shankaracharya also uh, comments on this name that he holds in his hand the chakra called Sudarshan. And Shankara says that this Shankara, so this chakra, represents the principle of the mind. And this also, it symbolizes his Vishnu's protecting all the worlds. Shankaracharya, in this regard, quotes from Sri Vishnu Purana. Chalasvarupam atyantam jeva. Say it again. Chalasvarupam atyantam javenantaritanelam chakrasvarupam cha mano datte vishnu karestitam. He holds in his mind the disc which represents the mind that is unsteady and which is swifter than the wind. Now, it's, what is this comparison with the mind that is unsteady? Well, just, just like the mind is always moving, so the disc in his hand, it's always moving round and round and round and ready to go quickly to wherever it's meant to go. The word chakra also means army. So Baladev Vidyabhushan, a Gorya Vaishnava commentator on Vishnu Sahasranam, he says that the name Chakri means Chakram Aparamitam Sanyam Asya Asti Chakri. He who has an army, how big? How big is Vishnu's army? How big is his army? Which country has the biggest army in the world? Anyone know? China, America, Russia, Ukraine, I doubt Ukraine. It's probably China, America, one of these countries, I would think. Anyway, it's limited. Vishnu's army is unlimited. So someone who has an army is called Chakri. If you have an army of three men, it's... Not really an army, is it? Should be quite substantial to be called an army. So the most powerful army in the world is Krishna's army. We're all members of Lord Chaitanya's army for fighting against Maya.
We want to draft you all into the army. The weapon is chanting Hare Krishna. Most powerful weapon for destroying ignorance. Unlimited army. Another meaning of chakri is uh, not one that you would think of. It doesn't come to mind immediately. It's not an obvious meaning. In Gita, we find in the third chapter, Krishna uses the word chakra. Evam, you're nodding your head, Jagadish. Which verse is that? Come on, tell us. In relation to yagya, yeah. That's correct. So, Lord Krishna describes a cycle of activities and sacrifice. And this cycle of activities and sacrifice is called chakra. It's, it's also called, just like we, yeah. The word chakra also means cycle. Just like we speak of samsara chakra. We go round and round in material existence. Sometimes a king, sometimes a beggar, sometimes Brahma, sometimes a worm in stool. Another usage, common usage of the word chakra is kala chakra, the cycle of time. We go from Satya Yoga to Treta Yoga to Dwarpa Yoga to Kali Yoga, then again back to Satya Yoga in this way. There's a cycle of time. But there is also a cycle of, of pious activities and sacrifices, yagyas, Vedic sacrifices, which, which Krishna describes in two verses of Gita, Anad bhavanti bhutani parjanyad anasambhavaha yagyad bhavati parjanyo yagya karma samadbhavaha karma brahmod bhavang vidhi brahmakshara samadbhavam tasmat sarvagatang brahma nityang yagye pratishtitam evang pravartitam chakram nanu varta yatihayaha so Krishna explains that all living beings get their bodies, they come into being from food. Food, particularly grains indicated, is made possible by rain. The rain and the sun and all that is the weather conditions which are required for producing uh, food that comes about by sacrifice, Vedic sacrifice. Agriculture goes very nicely if the uh, the sun, the rain, the moon, all the elements they work in order according to time, according to proper season, then the agriculture will go very nicely. That is made possible by everyone in the Varnashram system following their specific duties properly. 
Otherwise, it's unpredictable. There may be too much rain or not enough rain. There may be too hot sunshine, as is the case in much of Europe at the present time, which destroys the crops. Or if there's not enough sunshine, then the crops won't ripen. So the, the regulated weather is made possible by sacrifice, which is made possible by regulated Vedic activities. So that's also a kind of cycle. That there are very, daily there are activities to perform nitya karmas. Throughout the year there are certain activities to be performed. There are certain activities according to titi. It's quite a complex system which is regulated by Vedic directions. As stated in the next verse, karma broke. Karma Brahmod Bhavang Vidhi. The pious activities are ordained by Vedic injunction. Brahmakshara Samud Bhavam. And the Vedic directions are given by Vishnu. So, therefore, Krishna says when you see a yagya, Tasmat Sarvagatam Brahman Nityam Yagya Pratishtitam. When you see a yagya, is going on, it means it's not just at that moment that ghee and grains are offered into the fire, but there's a whole cycle of activities behind it which make it possible. And this uh, cycle is established by Vishnu through the Vedas. Uh, <clears throat> And in this verse, this chakra, one who does not follow this cycle, Krishna says, is simply sinful. It means they're simply living for the pleasure of their senses. And such a person lives uselessly. So the, the cycle is like this. The living beings in human bodies have to live on food. Food is made possible by clouds and rain, which are made possible by uh, sacrifices, yagyas, which are made possible by karma activities which lead toward yagya, those activities are prescribed by Vishnu through the Vedas and the Vedas are recited by the humans and in this way humans get food. So he's called Chakri because he establishes this cycle. Another meaning of Chakri is that he is praised by the Vedic sacrifice, Vedic mantras, by which sacrifices are performed. So that's a slightly nuanced meaning on the previous one.
And another meaning of chakra is because he makes the chakra rotate. And that's, that is the end of this talk. The very recitation of Vishnu Sahasranam is like a cycle. People recite it fully one day and then the next day again they, they rotate again and again and again. And our chanting of Hare Krishna is like that also. Sometimes people ask us, why do you chant Hare Krishna first instead of Hare Rama? But if you chant continuously, then how can you say which is first? Hare Krishna Vancha Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Rama Hare Hare.